0: on the devil, we have taken your best shot, but we're still standing. Mm. Somebody has taken his best shot. You've taken the enemy's best shot. Enemy thought they knocked you out. But look at you still standing giving God a praise. Some of you've got a public praise over a private deliverance tell somebody you don't need to know what this next praise is about but trust me this is about something that god delivered me from that nobody needs to know about you've got 30 seconds to rub it in the devil's face To the reading of God's Word in this year of supernatural favor. Remember, I said at the beginning of the year whenever God declares it to be a year of His favor, the enemy will fight like they've never fought before. But here's the good news God has already won, the devil has already lost. Tell somebody it's already done. Amen. The series is entitled to resurrection and beyond. Hear the reading of God's word. Just Matthew chapter 21, two verses. In lieu of time, two verses, verse 8 and verse 9. Verse 8 and verse 9. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. While others cut branches from the trees and spread them on that road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. The Church that loves God's word said amen. amen. Reach over and catch someone by the hand. Subject For this second message of this series, simply entitled, look at somebody and say, The Hosanna Experience. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Throughout this series, throughout this sacred season, perhaps the most sacred of all religious seasons In the entire world, season in which we celebrate what is going to be on next Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. But throughout this series, God has invited us to look at the journey of his dear son. Look at Jesus' journey from five different experiences The series is entitled to resurrection and even beyond the resurrection. His steps, his journey, in hope that we will be able to identify with what Jesus had to go through to pay such a powerful price for us. I heard someone say, and it moved me in such a manner, that he paid a debt that he did not owe because we had a debt that we could not pay think about what he did he paid a debt that wasn't his because we had a debt that we could not pay and as we trace his footsteps as we look at his life we look at the different experiences that led to the resurrection and even beyond on last week we looked at what we call the mountaintop experience in which Jesus led three of his disciples up what the text called a high mountain and there they were alone with the father and Moses and the prophet Elijah shows up. And they show up, I am convinced, Deacon Parker, Deacon Stokes, they showed up to minister to Jesus because of what Jesus was about to go through. I said to you on last Tuesday night, as, as exhilarating as the mountaintop experience may be, it really is not about what is on the mountain it is about what you have to face when you come down the mountain and so he takes them there and he and and Jesus is comforted by the legendary anointed figures of the old testament Moses the great liberator Elijah the great prophet Peter is so moved he says to the lord it is so good for us to be here let us build tabernacles and dwell on this mountain. But the father knew that the purpose of the mountain was not to stay there but to be equipped and, 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 and to fill us with something that we can withstand the force of what goes on in the valley. Hear me. Purpose of the mountain is to give us strength to endure what we have to endure when we come down And live and walk through the valley. David say, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So there on that mountain, the heavens open and the voice of God roars. And he says, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. He tells Peter, James, and John, listen to him. Now, this was not only for these disciples, but I'm convinced that Jesus was validated by God. God was saying to him, Son, I know you're going through something, and it's going to be tough, because in the next few weeks, you're going to be denied, betrayed, deserted, and crucified. But I'm taking you up this mountain to remind you that I'll be with you every step of the way. Somebody say mountaintop. So he comes down the mountain and he prophesies to his disciples that the son of man is going to be betrayed and crucified. But three days later, he says he will rise again. And now as we turn to our experience of today, that's in today's message, mountaintop, then Uh, evolves into what we are now calling the Hosanna experience. This, unlike the mountaintop experience, was not what it appeared to be. I'm going somewhere. Mountaintop had a purpose, and it had a positive purpose of of, of reinforcing the presence of God, letting Jesus know that everything is going to be all right. Everything on the mountaintop was genuine. Somebody say, "Preach, Pastor." But the Hosanna experience is that when you come down, and you've got to deal with disingenuous people with fake praises. Mountaintop was all right, but the Hosanna experience was different. It looked one way, looked to be genuine. People seemed to be legit fact of the matter is everybody who sings your praises does not always have your best interest. May I preach. The Hosanna experience was unique because it looked triumphantly he was entering into the city but it was not that. Although the crowds were there. Note on the mountaintop nobody was there. Hosanna it, a whole lot of people were there, but they didn't really want to worship the Lord. They were there for themselves. Preach, Pastor. Look at this experience. Look at what God was going through. Although it was fake, although the people were not genuine, here's what I don't want you to miss. Tell somebody it was all apart of God's master plan. God told me to tell you even the low times in your life. Even the times when you're disappointed and hurt and let down. Even the times when when things don't go the way you had hoped they would go. They all are part of God's master plan. God's got a plan for what you've been through. I'm preaching to somebody now. In fact, I'm preaching to myself. I received that word. God says, I've got a purpose for what you've been through. And although we don't always understand why people act the way they do or things happen the way things do, but we've got to trust in the Lord and lean not to our own understanding and in all of our ways acknowledge him and watch God. Somebody say, watch God. Direct our path. God had a plan, but see, here is the problem. God's plan did not line up with the multitude's plan. Jesus uh, sends his disciples and say, we're about to enter into Jerusalem. I need you to go and, and borrow a donkey and a coat and bring it back. And the Bible says in Zechariah 9 and 9 that Jesus enters into the city. He prophesies it Uh, hundreds of years before it happened, riding on a lowly donkey. Uh, This should have given warning to the people that this was not what you expected. The people wanted Jesus to come in as a king conquering the Roman Empire. They wanted Jesus to come in triumphantly as a soldier and a mighty warrior. They wanted Jesus on a high horse. But he came on a lowly donkey. There's a message in there. I told the church this morning beware of people who ride into your life on high horses. Can I preach? Because everybody who sets up on high horses are not always genuine. Some of the most beneficial people. In your life are people that God sin lowly and meek and humble. And they don't represent much. They don't have much. They don't have great name recognition. You don't need their autograph. You don't want to socialize with them. But God places them in your life for a reason. I'm so glad that the Savior of the world did not have to come on a high horse in order to do what God wanted him to do. God was sending a message to the world that I don't have to operate like the world operated. If I wanted to, I could have opened the heavens and rained down heavenly soldiers, but I didn't want that. I have chosen another direction because I want the world to know that I'm not like they are. They look for might and strength, but I look for the anointing. They look for people with worldly and earthly powers, but I look for people with enough Holy Ghost. To proclaim the word of God. Thank God for lowliness. Can I preach to somebody? We've got to be careful because we as human beings exalt people on high horses. We gravitate to them. We, we are so obsessed Dr. the Helms. people are with, with fame and fortune and People with identity and people with reputation. And we think just because they are popular, they are anointed. May I preach? And we think just because people know who they are, they are doing God's work. But you've got a whole lot of false prophets riding in on high horses with no anointing. And the ones you ought to be paying attention to are the ones that nobody seems to know. People that just walk by your life and speak an encouraging word. The mother Alberta Simmons who said, baby, be encouraged. And the mother Josephine Anderson who say, everything is going to be all right. Thank God for folk with no name recognition, no titles, no positions, but God uses them. Like he's used the Mother Williams and others for years to bless people's lives. I don't know about you, but I've come to the point, Pastor Bradley, that folk that think they're all of that, I don't really want to be around them. Because the higher you are, the harder you're going to fall. The higher the horse, the harder the fall. Can I preach? Jesus says need you to understand my mission. You expect one thing. And here it is. When the people expected the Lord to do what they wanted him to do, they began to sing his praises. When they had in their minds that he is going to overthrow Rome and reinstate us and restore us back to the glory that we once had, they began to sing his praises. And I've lived long enough to know that everybody that praises you are not always with you. How many of you ever been wounded in the house of a friend? How many of you ever been praised by somebody one week just to stab you in the back the next week? Come on, somebody, may I preach? Can I preach? Should I preach? I feel like preaching And God says we've got to beware, the Hosanna experience tells us, to beware of large crowds uttering high praises. By the way, you're not great because the church is large. Amen. I'm not great because I pastor this church. I am no different from somebody who's pastoring a church right now with seven members. God blesses us as he blesses them. We're just fortunate to be in this place. God gets all the glory. How many of you know God could have used anybody he wanted to use? God can raise up anybody to speak from this pulpit. Don't you think you are who you are because of the position you're in? If it had not been for the Lord that was on your side. So listen to these disingenuous people with their fake praise. They hear that Jesus enters into the city. They think he comes as their savior. And so the Bible says they began to sing the messianic praise relating Jesus to Hosanna. But I want you to know something. Everybody who can say it doesn't always live it they began to sing hosanna son of david blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord hosanna to the highest cut down palm branches and laid them on the road and began to take their garments off and began to praise God, saying, Hosanna. They were not praising him for who he was or for what God had really sent him to earth to do, but they were praising him for what they had hoped he would do for them. They were not supporting Jesus for what would Jesus have to go through, but they were looking out for themselves Look at somebody say fake people with fake praises. They began to praise God. So God told me, Darrell, don't be deceived. Everybody that praises me on Sunday morning don't really love me. There's some people that are praising me for what they think they can get from me. But here is the challenge. What is he doesn't do? What you're asking him to do when you want him to do it, will you still be able to praise him? Is your praise predicated on what God can do for you? But has he already done enough for you to praise him the rest of your life? They should have been praising him for Lazarus for Bartimaeus, for the man at the gate. They should have been praising him for what he had already done because I stopped by to tell you that if God doesn't give you one other blessing, God has already done enough for you to praise him the rest of your life. So somebody stand to your feet and say, Lord, I love you. Come on and praise him. Has he been good to you? Has he been good to you? Listen, sit down for a minute. They were not concerned with Jesus' purpose. Listen to this, only his provision. Don't miss this. There are folk that show up not because of his purpose but because of his provision. And when he stopped doing things the way you want him to do, look at these people. On Sunday, they cried out, Hosanna. Blessed is he, the son of David, who comes in the name of the Lord. And by Friday afternoon, they had changed. They had flipped. They were not the same. What happened to the prayer? What happened between Sunday and Friday? When they realized that he wasn't going to do for them what they wanted, these same people began to say, you know the story when Pilate said, should I set him free? Or should I set Barabbas free? They say give us Barabbas. When Pilate said this is your king these same people said we have no king but Caesar. What happened to Hosanna what happened was it didn't work out the way they had hoped it would work out. And here's what God is challenging us to realize this week. There will be times in your life in which you're going to struggle. There'll be times in your life in which things are not going to go the way you had hoped they would go. There will be times in your life that you're going to get sick and you will unfortunately bury loved ones. But when your praise is not predicated on what god can do for you but on who he is in your life you will learn to give god your best praise even at your worst time so somebody help me confuse the enemy and stand to your feet and clap your hands and say to god you are still worthy on, Zion, clap those hands and say, you are still worthy of my best praise. And if you don't do it, then I still believe that you are still a great God. Am I right about it? They didn't sit down for a moment. They could not appreciate his purpose. Because they were obsessed with his provisions. Catch this, Zion. When you are so obsessed on where your next blessing is coming from. And not who he is. And what he has already done. You will lose focus. But if you really want to be blessed. When you are distressed. Praise him. When you're lonely, praise Him. When you're broke, let me preach to this side of the church. When you're hurt, praise Him. When you're confused, praise Him. When you're by yourself, praise Him. When tears stream down your face, praise Him. When your body is racked with pain, Praise Him. When you don't know how you're going to make ends meet, praise Him. When you're praying about your family, praise Him. When the enemy is on your case, praise Him. When the enemy comes in like a flood, praise Him. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, praise Him at all times. He is worthy. Come on, take 30 seconds. Clap those hands. Clap those hands. Tell somebody, I don't have time for fake praise because my praise is for real. Anybody know it's for real? When I think of his goodness and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you any real praisers in here anybody that know that you've got a right to praise God come on in clap those hands in stand to your feet I, I finished this on Tuesday but God told me to tell you something because okay, somebody said "Neighbor, praise your way through it Worship your way through it honor God through it when you don't know what to do Lift your hands and say Lord. I love you You are greater than my problems. You are greater than anything. I've been through greater greater Tell somebody greater is coming those hands stand out, somebody right now God has changed my whole message Christian Francis is not here but y'all come on I hear in my spirit y'all know greater is coming come on Janelle because here's what the Lord told me when you don't know that where God has taken you is greater than what you've been through you would doubt the God you serve but when you sense that it doesn't matter what I've been through, if it had not been for the shaking, get it on the board. Put the song words up. If it had not been for the breaking, thank God. I need you to get your praise partner and lean on him. And say, we don't understand why we go through, what we go through. But I'm here to declare, I needed everything I went through because it helped shape me. Come on somebody, open your mouth, clap your hands, and I declare prophetically, On the second Sunday in the month of April in the year 2017. Look at somebody and shout, greater! If it
1: had happened for Leave your seat. I never would have been ready for the mess. Leave your seat. (laughs) would be able to walk into my destiny He's preparing me preparing
0: You me, don't know it but God is preparing, preparing you God told me to prayer. end this right now and tell you ooh yeah I, I feel, feel the
1: shaking in the spirit Help us
0: upstairs if he can <laughs> Yeah oh, I, I feel, feel the beating in the spirit Ooh yeah yeah yeah
1: I feel the prayer
0: Somebody I feel it I feel it
1: I feel a beating in the spirit Yeah 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 Ooh, I feel a breathing in the spirit Ooh, yeah. He's creating me a greater
0: shape yeah. If it had not been if it Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I would have never knew how annoying I would be. had I been for the president, I wouldn't be able to
0: walk into my destiny. He said, me, me, me for A shaking in the spirit. Lift your hands. God's getting ready to do something right now. I want the elders and the ministers to touch everybody at this altar. God says, anoint him. Amen. Just lay hands on them. Just touch them. Yeah, yeah. Touch, touch. Come on, every preacher. Get down there and touch him. God says, touch him. Yeah, I feel God doing. It. I feel, God. Every
1: Many are the afflictions of righteousness. The
0: Lord has delivered. Everybody, lift your voice. Greater, yeah, yeah. Greater Come on and tell them. Yeah, greater,
1: yeah. Greater oh, greater. Oh,
0: greater.
1: Is you say greater. greater it's coming. Is coming. Greater, greater, it's coming. Greater, it's coming. Is coming. Put your greater, arms
0: around somebody. Greater. Listen. It's
1: coming greater. It's coming greater. It's coming greater. It's coming, yeah. coming
0: greater. It's coming listen listen listen, 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 listen. Here's what the enemy does not want you to know. There's a purpose. Everything you've been through. and the, God, drop this in my spirit. The purpose will be revealed when you come through this. <laughs> Look at somebody say, you'll know why when you come through this. And sometimes we, we often want to know, Lord, why, why am I going through it? Why did I go through it? Sometimes God allows us to go through the worst of things so that God can use your testimony to one day bless somebody in the future. There is, listen to this, I feel this in my spirit. God told me to change this message. I had something else we were going to sing and preach. But God said, there is no anointing without a crushing. Here is how the oil comes out of the olive in the Middle East they take the olive and in the olden days they had to put them at a threshing floor and in order to get the oil elder Jennifer they had to walk on the olive and squeeze the oil out and God told me you've been through the worst of things and it felt like the enemy was walking all on you. But what you did not know is that God was producing some anointing out of your life. Come on, cry out and tell us, greater. Is greater? greater. Coming. Tell somebody, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming, sir.
1: It's coming. My It's
0: coming, Everybody, those of you that are at your seat, leave your seats and go find two people. Put your arms around and tell them it's coming, it's coming. Come on across the aisles, it's coming, it's coming. Listen, I'm going to give you a preview of next Sunday. Look at somebody and say, after all of this, here comes the resurrection. (laughs) After you've been crushed, crucified, buried in the grave for three days, something good is coming after this. Tell somebody, get ready, get ready because if the devil couldn't take you out last week they definitely cannot do it this week help me cry out and tell him something is coming greater,
1: greater is coming greater, it's
0: coming, it's coming Come on! It's
1: coming,
0: it's coming. Come on! It's coming! It's coming! Put your arms around somebody. Say it's coming. Tell them don't give up. It's coming. It's coming Come on! Coming. Come on! Tell somebody don't it's give up. Coming, it's, coming. It's, coming. it's coming. I feel something in here. Tell them it's coming. It's coming. Yeah! 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 yeah, yeah. Tell somebody it's coming. Yeah! Woo! You don't know it, but it's on its way. It's coming
1: oh yeah, it's coming it's, it's coming. coming it's coming
0: listen here's what God told me if Satan could not destroy you based on what you've come through he really can't touch you now Woo. Woo. can I speak prophetically He really should have taken you out when He had you down. But if He couldn't destroy you based on what you've already come through, He really can't touch you now. Because what is greater than what you've gone through is coming. That's even better. Tell Him it's coming, it's coming. Tell Him God's got something with your name on it. I feel it, I feel. It. I feel that somebody starting today is about to have the best week you've had in your life. Woo! It's coming. Look at somebody and say, it's coming. You may have to endure fake people with fake praises. You may have to endure being denied by somebody you love, being betrayed by somebody you trained, being deserted by those you have taken care of, being crucified between two thieves, tell somebody it doesn't end there. Tell them Sunday is resurrection day. Something is coming. I'm here to tell you something is coming. And you've already been through the worst of it. Amen. Close those eyes. Someone is being challenged right now. It begins with a relationship. The only way you can make it through this is that you need the Lord on your side. Woo! It's going to be all right. It's coming. You're going to be better than ever, stronger than ever, but you need that relationship. After we pray this prayer, there's someone in here that's being challenged this day to walk down those aisles or remain at this altar. Tell the Lord, I don't want to go back the way I came. I need you to do something that only you can do. Is there anybody who believes that God is able to do it? You've endured a whole lot, but it's not over yet. I can't wait to come back next week and declare over the devil what you intended to destroy us. God is using it to bless us. Close those eyes. Lord, we thank you. We we thank you. We are not discouraged by fake people with fake praises. Because we know that it is all a part of the process. Thank you for reminding us that you've got something for us that eye has not seen ear has not heard hasn't even entered into the imagination of man God we declare and decree in the atmosphere today that it is already done I said on last week and you've done it you are a heart fixer you are a mind regulator (laughs) what the enemy thought would take us out you're gonna use it to bless us We are crushed to get the anointing out of us. We've been crushed to get the best out of us. And we say, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Somebody is about to have a turnaround week. Somebody is going to return knowing that it is already done. And we say in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we believe it and declare it. And those that know it is so, say amen. Put your arms around somebody and say something good is about to happen to you. Come on. If you want to join the church, if you want to recommit your life to the Lord, come on. Somebody... Be bold enough to come stand. I wait on you. We're waiting on you right now. Thank you, young lady. Others are
1: coming. It's
0: coming. Somebody else is coming. It's coming. Ooh, come on! It's coming. The enemy doesn't want you to take the next step. The next step is that you've got to believe that God is turning things around. Oh, come on. Others are coming right now. Look at it. Come on. That's right. Come. Oh, come on. It's coming. Yeah. Somebody else come right now. Others are coming right now somebody else here's what I want for every soul that's at this altar I want somebody who's already been delivered and is already a member to come stand behind them right now come on I need I need somebody to just come on I, I don't have to call your names but I just need you to come in it's coming Whew. you don't have to go through this by yourself come on it's coming somebody else wherever you are it's greater, anybody else want to make that decision today? Greater, wave those hands. God is calling you. Is there someone else in here? Look what God is doing. Look what God is doing. Clap those hands. and As they walk down the aisle, we take them in the back. Come on and celebrate. Celebrate. Celebrate what God is doing. Come on, by the way. We ought to be standing on our feet, clapping our hands. As we stand for the benediction. This week, there are, three, there are three questions on Tuesday in this text that God will challenge us with. One is, do we understand God's purpose? The other is, what if his purpose doesn't always line up with our desire? Will we still praise him? Is he worthy of that? Well, I believe that God has something great for you. Tuesday and then on Friday, the next message in this series is not Sunday, but Friday. And That message is entitled, A Cavalry Experience. What happens ooh, at the darkest moment of your life? I'm here to tell you there's a purpose for everything you've gone through. Amen. Anybody believe it? Tell somebody there's a purpose for everything you've gone through. Lift those hands for the benediction. Give God a hand of praise for the message of today. May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord protect you. Listen to these words. These words are going to be in the atmosphere. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you this week his favor. And listen to this last one. And may the Lord this week, tell somebody this week, give you his peace. Amen. God bless you. Greater is coming.